Hey, it's me again. In today's episode, we will be talking rocks, a specific type of semi-precious stone whose significant to mankind since ancient times, a deep blue because of its trisulfur anion content with specks of gold, which is actually pyrite, an iron and sulfur compound. We're talking about lapis lazuli. Its name translates to stone of heaven, which might somewhat suggest its importance. Its main source is in modern-day Afghanistan and Peru. Therefore, very early on, it was used by the people of the ancient Near East and Inca people for purposes of decoration and so on. And later, it was imported to China, Europe, and used for purposes such as making of blue paint. For example, the ultramarine paint used by artist Vermeer in the famous painting "Girl with the Pearl Earring" was indeed made from lapis. What inspired me to write this episode, though, is that when I was reading the Epic of Gilgamesh, this was a stone mentioned frequently alongside names of other precious metals and stones. I also know it to be crucial for making of mineral paint that formed the long-lasting, vibrant blue color on ancient Chinese war paintings. Lapis is one of my favorite stones, so I have decided to go on a tangent and dig into its history. Unsurprisingly, earliest minings of the stone started in Afghanistan, as early as the Neolithic age. Its original importation into Mesopotamia, which is modern-day Iraq, we believe, was during the Late Ubaid period, around 4,500 to 4,000 BC, 6,000 years ago. This was a time of some technical sophistication. Therefore, good systems of administration allowed for first trades of luxury goods to occur. Lapis was imported from Badakhshan, modern-day Afghanistan, alongside deals of other precious stones such as turquoise, amethyst, agate, and beryl. At the highest points of the Sumerian civilization during the third and final phase of the early dynastic period, 2,900 to 2,350 BC. Mesopotamia was the focal point of lapis trade in the area, and the stone was extensively used throughout history. Archaeological findings show lapis artifacts to be various shapes and forms. Beads were made from very early on in shapes of long, thin tubes, fluted triangles, balls, conoids, and so on. Seals were one of the most common uses of lapis, either plain or carved with scenes of banquets and contests. Lapis inlays were found on many different types of archaeological findings, such as shell pictures, scepters, gaming boards and gaming pieces, bowls, bottle tops, and even toilet boxes. Later, historically during its usage, lapis was made into statuettes, dagger handles, and amulets. And on larger statues, people made their beards, eyes, and sometimes eyebrows of people and horns of animals out of the shiny blue stone. Its popularity was passed into Egypt, where people used lapis to make figurines, amulets. And its powder as cosmetics, with the famous golden mask of Tutankhamun as an example, lapis blue is easily seen in ancient Egyptian artifacts. It also received popularity in Europe and Asia after it was introduced thither. It was treasured as a royal material by the ancient Chinese emperors, and it also had significance to Buddhism, where Tibetan Buddhism described their medicine Buddha to be dwelling in the lapis lazuli pure land in the far east. And the Buddha is always depicted lapis blue all over in their art, and that is the end of this episode. More ancient world-related tangents later. Thank you for listening.